Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your retirement. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Dave Hall. I am your host. As always, I am so excited to have you back with me this week as we talk about topics that will help you get safely through retirement. If you are looking to eliminate or reduce those risks that you will face in retirement, just go to our website, retirementriskadvisors.com. Here you can get access to our webinars, our podcasts, our live events, the the resources and tools we have to get you through that longest period of self-employment most of us will have in our lifetime. May last 20 years, may last 30 years, even 40 or 50. It's what we call retirement. We are here to help you get through that period of time. I'm very excited about today's show because we're going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And it's really the role that women play in our lives and some of the challenges they go through. As I look in my own life, my mom was so important to who I am today. Her her knowledge, her financial skills, all the things that she taught me really helped get me where I am. But I realize as an advisor that there are many women out there that are struggling to really accomplish the things that they can and that they're able to and that we know they're capable of, but oftentimes they don't have the resources, the knowledge, or maybe even the confidence to get them where they want to be. So I brought someone in with us today to help us maybe better understand some things that we can do to help those women in our lives or those women out there that are listening to help you gain that confidence and gain that structure you need to accomplish what you are capable of. I've got with me today, Michelle Barris. Uh, She is a consultant. She has a great background, uh, does a lot to help women out there that are in the workplace and are trying to progress their lives. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Michelle, let's talk a little bit about your background. You've got a maybe different background than uh, what people would expect when, when we talk more about what you do. How about if you let our listeners know a little bit more about you? Yeah, sure. That's a good starting point. I am a very uh, versatile individual here, so hold tight as you hear this diverse background that I'm going to give to you here. So I'm 46 years old, and in my early 20s, I joined the biggest law enforcement agency in Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department, and I spent 20 years there as a servant for public safety. While I was serving as a police officer, there was a study that came out that I had saw that the average life of a police officer after they retire, if they do not have extracurricular activities outside of law enforcement is five years for an average lifespan once you retire, which was astounding to me. I thought, wow, that's that's a shocking number. If I leave it 20 years, I will be 44, 45. That's, I don't want to die at 49. So that's what I was thinking about there. I started transitioning into doing things outside of extracurricular activities, and I went into airbrush makeup, I went to esthetician school, and just different avenues of of exploring different options. So while doing that, I went ahead in 2015, finished aesthetic school, and opened up a med spa in Indianapolis, still working full-time as a police officer, and then moonlighting at night as a, a spa owner. In 2018, I decided that retirement was getting really close for me and that I was going to need to transition into it. But I knew that when I was retiring, my pension wasn't going to kick in until I was 52 years old. So I had that gap of where I still needed to make that residual income and make ends meet to be able to live the life that I wanted to live and not change anything in my lifestyle. I I knew that going back to school was an option, but I thought, I'm in my 40s, I'm a little too old to be doing that. But something inside was calling and saying, no, you're not too old. It's time to go. It's time to do this. 
in order to advance my med spa where I wanted to go, my medical director at the time told me, if you, if you want to add injections or you want to do this avenue of things, you have to be a nurse. Okay. So I went back to school in 2018 and did an accelerated BS to RN program and became a nurse. All the while, I was a single mom. I had been married and divorced, and I still had my now 26-year-old daughter that I was raising and making sure that she was at every cheerleading event, every softball event, every Girl Scout meeting, and all of that. So very diverse in doing so, and realizing along the way that each step that I was doing, I was actually mentoring and helping other women along the way and not realizing it. And it was about 2017, 2018, right before I started nursing school, I had a client tell me that I really was impactful in changing their trajectory to what they wanted to do with their life. And that really hit home to me. So at that point in time is, is where I really transitioned that whole mindset of coaching and consulting because I realized as an officer working in domestic violence, working background investigations, working as a training instructor, I was changing mindset. Yes, I had a predominantly male environment that I was doing it in, but the women that I was working with, we were actually impacting and changing for long-term effect. And so that's where MB Consulting, the cons company that I have now, was born. My med spa is still highly functioning. It's you know going on year seven. It's doing great. We've got a team of 15 there. And then on the side with my spa, I am a consultant to businesses, corporations, but my niche is that I, I focus in on women, executive women to actually change the mindset, get the insights to really build that confidence inside and know that there is more in retirement. There's more, there's, there's more life. It's actually better life. I would say I'm living better life now than I was in my twenties when you're supposed to be living the fullest. <laughs> it is interesting as we progress, I've got seven children of my own. And as I look at my own life, much better now than, than I thought it was uh, years ago, which I loved when we were growing up uh, with kids and they were doing all the fun things that they did. Definitely uh, has improved and, and it can be that way for everyone, but unfortunately it isn't that way for everyone. And I do think a lot of it has to do with the mindset. Well, what are some challenges that you see, Michelle, in your business as you're working with women? What are some of the, the roadblocks that are getting thrown up that are affecting their ability to achieve the things that they're capable of achieving? I think that first and foremost, a lot of women are getting in their own way and they're allowing their own limiting beliefs within themselves to oppress them and hold them back. I still think there's definitely a societal standpoint where women are held to a lesser standard still. I don't think we've actually evolved to that level of women being at that same level as the man, but I think First and foremost, we as women hold ourselves back. We feel the need to please everyone else before we actually focus on ourselves. Everyone else's needs come before our own, even strangers, their happiness. And not every woman is like that, but majority of women that I work with, you will find that the light bulb goes off when they realize if, if I just put myself first and I, take, I pay myself first, I feed myself first, just like when you're on the airplane, they tell you, put your oxygen on first, then deal with everybody else. If we could just get that mindset instilled in, in all women, even society as a whole, to realize, serve yourself first, everything else will serve you. It's one of those things that, as you look at it, makes you know, the women such amazing people, but definitely is a challenge. I saw it with my wife uh, for, for decades as we've raised children. 
they're always first. And she does a good job of it. She's a great mother. That's all she ever wanted to be when we got married back in 1994. Said, look, uh, all I want to be is a mom. And I said, all I want to do is go to work and make enough money. You can be a mom. And we've been able to do that for, for decades. And it's been great for us. But I find in her life, she is always last. Those kids have to come first. Uh, she's not taking care of herself. And as we've progressed, that's gotten better as we've gotten older and learned more and made these commitments. She's gotten better at it, but definitely a struggle that's out there and uh, definitely something that I believe needs to be addressed at a higher level. And ironically, as we talk about these things, I'd mentioned to you before we got started, we have a webinar out there that we focus on women, but some of the statistics out there, you've got 62% of college graduates now that are women. The majority of graduates are women. We've got about 52% of women in the workforce. So as we look at the percentage of people in the workforce, they're having a huge impact, but yet I think mentally they're not connecting the two and saying, hey, we have a big impact. We are getting to the point where the majority, and that should allow us to have more confidence, more commitment, more, more progression in what it is we're trying to achieve. I think that even if you had women leading 100%, you would find that as women, even that wouldn't be recognizable for us. I was raised very independently to know that take care of myself, don't depend on a man to take care of things for you. And that that mindset has stayed with me for many years. And I instill that in my in my daughter to know that be with someone because you want them, not because you need them, and vice versa. So regardless of where where we stand, I don't know that there's ever enough to say we have reached our potential. There's always going to be something more, man or woman, that we're striving for to be better than. Michelle, I love what you say there because as we look at the statistics, and going back into this webinar that we teach, 75% of women are going to be widowed at some point in their life. And over 50% of them are going to be widowed by age 57. So as you talk about you know, being independent, being responsible, you may be a person, I, in my situation, my wife, again, was wanting to, someone to really just take care of her in, in a financial sense. Uh, over time, she's changed, but it's going to come to a point, even in my life, I, I'm a kidney transplant recipient. Chances are I will pass away before my wife does. My average life expectancy is 70 years old. I, I hope I exceed that. But as someone who has the health issues that I have, I don't have a long life expectancy. So even in her life, it's like, there's going to come a point. You have to do all of this. And I love what you're saying, that it's better to start early, get that in, put into play. So if it happens, if it's divorce, if it's death, I just had a sister. She, she is not financially secure at all in regards to the way she handles money. Her husband just passed away. She, she's 53. And she's saying, look, I have no idea even what to do. I'm going to lose a bunch of money because he passed away. I'm not going to get as much Social Security. I, I'm clueless. And I think, unfortunately, we have far too many people that are falling into this place and need someone like you to help get them ready for that. I guess maybe not getting even out of it, but get them ready for these life events when they happen. Oh, I 100% agree. And I think that you can start small, even if it's you sit down with your spouse or your, your partner and you're going over what it is that you have and you just start owning some portion of something because you're 100% correct. Something's going to happen. And I had a, a friend tell me one time, you know, think of life if for some reason in business you're given 24 hours to put a plan together and your business or your life has to operate efficiently for the next year without you. And if it succeeds, you'll get $100 million. 
What plan do you have in place for that success? And really think about that with your life. What plan do you have in place to ensure? And knowing that as we get closer to retirement, as as we get closer to our our golden years and, and enjoying life, what plan is there when the plan doesn't come through? So always, and then that's the police side in me always looking, you know, there's my exit point, my back's not to the door, but what is the plan? If an emergency happens right now, what is the plan and what is the plan to the plan? And it's really what we do as retirement risk advisors. It's the same thing. People sometimes get, get on me saying, you're, you're a pessimist. Well, I'm probably as optimistic for my own life and in general as, as someone can be. But yeah, I deal with pessimistic issues. I'm going to challenge the market and whether it's going to crash on you. I'm going to challenge a situation that you may be in a marriage of losing a spouse and what effect that may have on you. I'm going to challenge all these things. And they come across many times as being negative because they usually are the bad things that happen in our lives. But it's if you can prepare for that, it can become much different. I, I tell my story of my own life once in a while. My father was a very hard worker. He worked for the Union Pacific Railroad, but he never dealt with money at all. In fact, he would give his whole check to my to my mom and he would go collect pop cans, if you can imagine, for his spending money. That's just who he was. He said, I'll work my guts out to make sure these kids have as much as they can. And then if I need $20 for snacks or whatever it is I'm going to get, I'm going to go out and I'll collect cans on the side and I'll use that money to do that. My mom ends up with cancer about that time I'm 12, and my dad had to step in to deal with the finances at that time, and he was clueless. So I don't even know what to do. And the funniest thing was his paycheck comes, he signs the back of it, gives it to the bank. They end up sending it back a week later saying it was a forged signature. It was the only check he'd ever signed in his whole life. My mom had been signing his check for a decade or more, and they're saying, wait, this is not the right signature for this check. But, but it can happen both ways. But, but we do, again, primarily it's the women that are having the issue. So I want to throw something out there. I'm going to give you our webinar title. I told you I wouldn't talk about this before because we've had some controversy in our office about this title. We did not come up with it. It was by some other organization, but it's the focus to try to help women better understand what they can do to prepare for retirement. So I'm going to give you the title and I just want your thoughts, good or bad, uh, you know, where we're heading with this. It is called Women, Money, and Power. That is the title of our webinar for the intent of helping people and women specifically get better prepared for retirement. What are your thoughts, Michelle? Medicare insurance can be overwhelming and you may have lots of questions. We have teamed up with Medicare Compare USA to get your questions answered. Visit MedicareComparedUSA.com forward slash retirement risk advisors for complimentary Medicare insurance consultation today. Well, I love that title. I think that's a beautiful title. I actually took a drink of my water just in case. I was like, all right, what am I going to hear here? I think that that will resonate with a lot of women. That resonates with me. And I... I think the title says, you can read into it a little bit that says, if you're a woman and you have money, then you have power. But I, I look at that as the relationship that you have around money instills the power you can create to make money and to afford that opportunity to someone else to be able to do it. So I don't, I think that that's a beautiful title. And I think there's many ways that people can look at it, 
But to me, it's an inspiring title that will actually pull women in. I think that it's a, a niche that will pull women in to say, what can I do to own my power? And power isn't, you know, it can be anything. It can be in your home. It can be in your society. It can be with your children. It can be within yourself. I'm fueled by money. It makes me feel powerful. That's it. That's something that's just, that I don't look at that as it being something that is bad or greedy because I like to give it away too. I like to, to donate and to, to lift other people up. I grew up with my mom passed away when she was 58 from ovarian cancer. So I lost her when she was very young and she, you know, raised four kids on her own, no child support. And it was, I've seen the struggle with money. So when I think of women, power and money, I think of catapulting your life and really taking charge with it. I appreciate your thoughts on that. I, I've had very similar. My son, who's uh, the younger generation, he works for us. He looks at the power and he's like, oh, this is superhero stuff. But, but And I think to some level it can, but I think the other side is what you're saying. There is nothing at all wrong with power. It's how we use that power. In fact, we need powerful people in our lives. We need to, to present ourselves oftentimes as powerful people. As this, you know, Going through as a parent, we find that with kids. If we're a weak parent, chances are our kids aren't going to turn out so good if they think they can just railroad us as parents. But it's how we approach that. And if we can approach it with love, if we can approach it in a giving heart and an effort to give back to other people, definitely is an area that we can succeed in. Michelle, let's talk a little bit more in detail as we've got five or so minutes left here about your coaching process and what you do. Maybe talk in a little more detail, some of the areas you help, if you wouldn't mind, just so we can give our listeners a better idea of what that looks like. Yeah. So I work with executive corporate CEO women, chiefs of police, top leaders in the industry to really help change that mindset of being in the position that you're in and feeling worthy of it and entitled to it. And not that you're there because you're a woman, but because you are the best candidate for it. And to change that mindset of, oh, I'm only here because I'm a woman. No, you're not. You're here to make an impact. So I, I help instill that confidence. I help you, I help women rediscover their own confidence because you get to a point in life where what am I supposed to be doing with myself? I'm, I'm 45 years old and I think I want to retire from this career. I'm going to be done in about seven years, but life really isn't over. So what, what is next for me? What passions do I have? What, what fuels me inside? What can really excite me? And, and how can I capitalize on that? Whether it's doing it because they're just passions and hobby and I'm going to retire from my career and enjoy it, or I'm going to transition into something different something more up my alley. Maybe now is the time that I'm going to transition into that CEO, that I'm jumping into that leadership role. Maybe my kids have left the nest and now it's time for me to go back to school in my 40s and, and rediscover who I am and really start living for myself instead of everyone else. And those are the women that I that I work with, the women that are ready to take action and, and change their lives uh, to live for themselves and to fall back in love with themselves again so that they can in turn love everyone in their life just as much as they want to feel love and give love. I appreciate that you say it's for the women that want to take action. And every one of my webinars now, I use the quote, knowledge becomes power when it leads to action. Because as we look out, there are so many people, and, and I've mentioned, I, I educate tens of thousands of CPAs. They get the knowledge. They tell me how wonderful I am and how appreciative they are of the information. But then we follow many of them and they don't do anything with it. And it's like, it didn't really do you much good. 
Michelle, one thing I do want to talk about, something you brought up there in the transition period with kids. You know, I'm seeing it more and more with people in my own life. I saw it with my wife. Uh, we changed it. My kids were getting to an age they didn't need uh, my, wife, you know, my wife to be there all the time for them. And so she was going back to school, redefining herself, wasn't very excited about it because she always just wanted to be a mom. So we went out and adopted a special needs child. So she'll be a mom for the rest of her life. Uh, we fixed that issue, but everyone's not going to be willing to do that. And I wouldn't recommend it for everyone to go out and do that. Uh, you know, it takes a special heart to be able to put up with a, a deaf blind child every day and to adopt them and bring them into your home. But I see this problem with, with many of her friends that are getting to that age where they're saying, hey, I, I was a mom. That was all I was in their own minds for 20 years. And now what do I do with myself? Any recommendations for, for those women that are going through that process? Oh, of course. I love this question. So depending on when this episode actually airs, I have a, a new you to renew you workshop that's starting July 7th, 2022. And it's a 90 day intensive workshop. It's a group program women only, sorry. <laughs> we will we will meet once a week with women and we will define the goals you want in your life, figure out what that next path is, discover those passions. I've got a special dedication ceremony at the end where you're actually recommitting back to yourself and identifying toxic relationships in your life, toxic things, and really just manifesting and believing within yourself and changing that mindset to really move forward in life for yourself and to know that you can be confident, you can be loved, you can be respected, you can be noticed. And that that's what that program will do. What a great opportunity. And this will air before then. So people have the opportunity to get signed up for that if they would like to. Michelle, we are out of time. Let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and how they can get signed up for this 90-day course. Yeah, so you can always go to my website. It's Michelle Barris, M-E-C-H-E-L-L-E-B-A-R-R-A-S.com. I'm on Instagram, uh, Michelle underscore Barris, same thing with LinkedIn. And then I have a Mindset Great Empowerment Coaching for Women on Facebook. And then I have a weekly podcast that comes out as well. It's called Mindset Great. And we do empowerment tips to really build that confidence to get you going. Okay, we'll make sure we include all that in the show notes. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Listeners, please join us again next week where I will bring back another guest to talk about topics that affect you and your retirement, to help you become a better person, to help you better pre prepare yourself for this long period of self-imposed unemployment that we're all going to go through as we get to the end of our lives. Look forward to seeing each of you next week. And that's today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We come out with a new episode every Friday morning and you don't want to miss it. If you want to continue the conversation from our podcast, join Dave every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time on the Retirement Risk Advisors Facebook page as he answers your retirement questions live. The Retirement Risk Show is a production of the Retirement Risk Advisors. Our show was to sign up for more than 15 free CPE retirement webinars. Retirement education. Visit retirementriskadvisors.com to sign up for more than 15 free CPE retirement webinars.